You're listening to the Shamelessly Ambitious Podcast. I'm your host, Ash McDonald. And around here, we do business differently. I'm a mom of three, therapist turned holistic business coach, and a self-taught expert on living life in total alignment. I'm also a 5'2 sacral manifesting generator, Enneagram 3 wing 4, and Virgo obsessed with living my life in sync with my cycle. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. We're talking about the real strategy needed to build a thriving and aligned business, which is you. I'm bringing you real and honest conversations from ambitious entrepreneurs just like you who are breaking the mold on what it means to be successful. Everything from trusting your intuition, uncovering your unique individualized blueprint, and meshing your not-so-typical business strategy with energetics. My friend, you were made for that bold life you dream of, and I'm here to help you step into your limitless power and fucking live it. I am so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome back to Shamelessly Ambitious. I am so excited after an entire month of all things Momentum Project and daily episodes, we are back in the the beautiful weekly episodes, including being able to interview some of the most incredible people. And I am so beyond excited to have one of my favorite people, a previous client and someone that I just love witnessing through and through, love witnessing her journey and her growth. Miss Nina, I would love for you to introduce yourself before we dive into this beautiful conversation of what it looks like to do business differently, to find alignment and and really to up the ante on visibility, which I think everybody wants to hear more of. Before we get into that, Nina, who are you? Tell me about your VIPs. You know, I love that question. You're, you're very, very important people. And anything else you think we need to know before we dive into this conversation? Mm. I wish everybody could see my face right now because I am just beaming. I am just beaming because I'm so excited to talk to you today. I'm a little like fangirl moment about being on this podcast with you. So thank you. Thank you for that beautiful introduction. So I am Nina. I am an SEO expert and visibility enthusiast. I am a mom to two beautiful children, Ada and Sam. Those are my VIPs and my husband. And Ash will laugh, but also my two dogs, Fenway and Winnie, they are also my VIPs. (laughs) I am a corporate dropout. I have been in business since 2014, and I live on the southern coast of Maine. And yeah, I am just loving this season of my life with my kids both being in school and on the same schedule. (laughs) It's like been life-changing for me, and I'm just so excited to chat with you today. Mm, Okay. Can I just say that I'm obsessed with the term corporate dropout? (laughs) I don't know if I've heard you say that before. And I'm like, uh, that's a vibe. Tell us more. Mm -hmm. What the hell is a corporate dropout? Obviously, I know, but tell us. Yeah. (laughs) So the corporate dropout, it's not my term. I saw somebody use it and I was like, you know what? This like really like embodies what I feel I am. And in 2014, I had a high profile corporate job. I was the director of e-com for a company. I was traveling internationally. You know, it felt like as good as somebody like me was going to get. And I thought like, I kind of hit the jackpot. And then I got pregnant and I was like, no fucking way do I want to have a baby and get on a plane and travel to Europe and do these things. And in hindsight, the environment was super toxic too. That's a whole separate thing. But I was like, you know what? I'm just going to leave this. I'm like, I had this gut intuition, this pull to go out on my own and do freelance and a couple of things aligned with the universe where people were like, Hey, can you take on a couple projects? And I was like, yes. And I just ran with it. And I, I haven't looked back. And I was like, at that time, the idea of not being stuck to a nine to five and a desk job, like I never even really dreamed that that was possible for me. 
I always thought that I was going to be somebody who had to do the grind to survive. And then when this like little beacon of light opened up really because I was pregnant and I, for some reason that just created like this expansive possibility in my mind. I was like, I want more for me and I want more for my child and all of this. And I was like, okay, see a job, see a corporate job. And I kind of just took this leap of faith and I trusted myself that it was all going to work out. And it did. And it was in hindsight, like looking back, I'm like, oh my God, I can't believe I did that. But I did. And so the corporate dropout thing kind of just, it feels so accurate because I could never imagine going back to a corporate job. And that's okay. You know, for me, some people love it and they thrive in that. For me, it would just felt so stifling and being on somebody else's schedule and somebody else's time all the time. So yeah, that's the corporate dropout. That's where that comes from. Mm. I love it. I think it's such a great term because I think there's a big movement happening always in this space of believing and having those moments of like, this can't be it. Like this can't be where I'm stuck. This can't be the only solution. There's got to be a different way. And ultimately society I think opens up the window to the idea of freedom and flexibility. And then sometimes like kind of slams it in our face thinking like, oh, I could never do it. And I love how you said, I can't believe I did that. (laughs) Like, I can't believe I did that. And I think honestly, that is entrepreneurship in a nutshell. Like, can you do the shit that you're going to look back on and go, I cannot believe that I did that. I can't believe I took that risk. I can't believe I just jumped in blind faith for what was possible. And that's ultimately what you did. You trusted yourself. You, you really bet on yourself and you leapt into your business. So Tell us a little bit more before we dive into the behind the scenes of your business, which I love, but tell us about your business and what it is that you do and who you serve and give us that good like 30,000 foot view so we can dive in to the behind the scenes. Yeah. So I'm an SEO expert, but I really come at it from a holistic perspective. I call myself a holistic SEO coach and I help female entrepreneurs create an online legacy and expansive visibility with smart SEO strategies that feel aligned, right? That work, not sort of this like technical, overly like, you know, backend coding, all of this type of SEO, but really creating content that connects you with your dream client in a way that works for your business and showing female entrepreneurs that, hey, you can create content that stands the test of time and helps you expand your discoverability and it doesn't have to feel hard. It doesn't have to be hard. And I think SEO is such a male dominated space and that so many women I talk to are like, oh, I thought it was this. And I'm like, it's a little bit of that, that technical piece, but it's also a lot of this. And I really preach about SEO being about creating connections because that's how I look at it. It's about creating those connections and it being that bridge to create those connections and and connect with the people who are meant to find you. So that's that's kind of my teaching in a nutshell. Mm, I love it. It's so good. Mm-hmm. And I've been so honored to have a front row seat behind the scenes and to see a lot of what has taken place. And I'd love for you to share a little bit of that here. When you and I first got connected and we first met, what did it look like in your business? What were you feeling? What were you experiencing? The good, the bad, the ugly, all of it in between. You know, this podcast is literally about creating a space for women to feel seen and heard and not alone in entrepreneurship. And so I think this is the best way to start before we dive into where you are now. Where were you before? Mm, I'm really excited to talk about this because it really, and it's been almost a year since you and I had started working together. And at that point in my business, I was still putting myself in a box of the shoulds. 
This is what you should be doing in your business. This is the kind of content you should be creating. These are the kind of funnels that you need to be doing. All of these things that overwhelmed me and really just didn't feel aligned with how I wanted to do business and how to serve. And I was still at a place where I was constantly looking outward for validation on my next move. I was constantly looking at other women in the space or just other business owners in general and being like, what are they doing? Okay, does this validate what I'm doing? Instead of really just following my own intuition and how I wanted to do things. And this was at the point where you spoke in a mastermind that I was in and I was like, oh my God, okay. (laughs) I was like, I need to be around this person, this woman. And that's when we started working together and started unpacking all of this shit that I was telling myself, this narrative of this is how you're supposed to do business. And one of the biggest things that I was hanging on to, and this is still a struggle, but it's come a long way, is I have to constantly be working and doing to be worthy of success, to be worthy of making money, to be worthy of those six figures. you know. And that was something where the previous year before you and I met, I was in severe burnout like severe burnout. I had shingles. Like I was just like a mess. And that was because I was clinging to this idea of I need to overwork myself to deserve making all of this money. And I knew in my gut that there was a different way to do this. I was like, there's no way I can, this isn't sustainable. I just didn't know how to get there because I had all of these ideas. Right. And I think, you know, having been in the corporate space for a long time, some of that was just left over, but some of it was my own insecurities and the lack of trust in my own self. And, you know, when you and I started working together, we got back into that. And I started learning more about human design and like all of the different things, the tools that I had inside of me that I just, I was pushing down, you know, just constantly stifling that little voice that was like, what if you did it this way? And I was constantly like, well, no, that's the wrong way. This isn't the way you're supposed to do it. And so being able to release all that and have somebody tell you, hey, you can actually be successful and do it the way you want to do it (laughs) was so freeing. And it sounds like when you think about it, you're like, well, of course that's an option, but you don't realize how shackled you are to all of this narrative, right? Until you're trying to like release it. So a year ago, I was still trying to fit myself in a box. You know, I was trying to put that square peg into the round hole and constantly like banging up against it, being like, why the fuck isn't this working? Why don't I feel good? Why am I not calling in the right clients? Like, why isn't this happening for me? And so, yeah, that's where I was then. Well, first and foremost, thank you for being vulnerable because I know it's not yeah. always easy to talk about the harder times or the moments when we weren't aligned or we were sort of, and I say this in, in the kindest loving way, but like insecure and like what we're meant, you know, the, the limiting beliefs are taking over and we've all been there. In fact, we talked about this before we hit record that like, it's still an undoing, right? I still have to undo it. I still have moments of, looking over at somebody who does something quicker than me or in a different way and think, oh, should I have done it that way? Should I have done it faster? Should I have launched in that way? Should I have had a funnel like that? And I have to reel myself back in and remind myself that like my intuition knows best, right? And if I felt this nudge to do it this way and I follow that through, I can trust with full unfiltered belief that that was the way I was meant to do it, right? But it's a constant, it's a constant undoing. And so I'd love for you to share you know, you shared the before, I'd love the middle. Give us the message, the things that you started to deploy, the things that you worked on, the way that you navigated things. What did you burn down? What did you build up? Like, 
Let us hear that story. Yeah. So I think one of the first things that I let go of is the first thing I did was unfollow everybody that I felt like was in my space. Not because they're not amazing, but I was like, you know what? I really need to put blinders on and not focus on what other people are doing. So anybody who I felt like, again, they're amazing, but they kind of triggered something in me or they brought out an insecurity, I unfollowed. That's like the first thing I did and just really surrounded myself with the energy and the vibe of that felt good for me. Obviously, you and I started working together. And then it sounds silly, but I just, I worked on all of the personal, right? And I've said this before so many times, the personal development is the entrepreneurial journey for me. They are one in the same. And so it wasn't even that I was focusing on the burning down of the business stuff. I just stopped focusing on the business stuff and worked on me and working on the imposter syndrome and like this idea that I was not enough. And like you and I dug into a lot of things related to my childhood and the way I was brought up. And, you know, we all have those wounds and that trauma that we carry with us. But fuck, that shit is loud in our brains when we're adults and we're trying to level up and we're trying to leave those things behind. And that was honestly from like Christmas through like March-ish. That's really what I focused on. And I was in one of your masterminds, the retreat in Tampa in February, which was like one of the pivotal moments for me because I remember coming back from that and you and I had a one-on-one call and I was like, I need to figure out how to recreate my life. So I feel like I felt on that retreat. And obviously I didn't have the daily with the kids and, you know, somebody asking mommy or help me wipe my butt or all of those things. But that was kind of the pivotal moment for me where I realized like, okay, you are unlearning a lot of the things that you learned and you are worthy and you are good. And all of the things that people told you that you were are not true. And you can, the power is within you to create that life. And so there was a lot of that, like, I remember you said to me once, we're like, you are the ship. You are the sail. It's you. And for so long, I was constantly looking for that outside to do it for me. And when I really realized that it was all within me, I know this sounds like one of those moments, like that's where that messy middle was, where I was like, I am the ship, you know, and I am the sail. And you start standing a little bit taller. And then I was like, you know what? I'm going to start showing up how I want to show up on Instagram on, you know, in my content, et cetera. And that was like that pivotal moment after the retreat where I was like, fuck it. And I I wanted to please everybody. And I wanted people to like me. And not everybody's going to like me. I don't like everybody. So that for me was the messy middle is not even the business stuff, but just all of the personal development stuff. And then when I had that like breakthrough of, I can do this, that's when the business stuff started to just kind of flow from there where I was starting to show up and leaning into the things that I cared about and doing it in a way that felt good to me. Mm. And it's so interesting because it sounds so simple and yet we both know it's not. <laughs> it's not yeah. as simple yeah. as just doing it your way. Like there is so, I love that you spoke to this. There is so much, I'm going to use this word again, but so much undoing. There is, mm-hmm. you're right. Like it is so much more about the beliefs that you carry and the trauma that you've experienced and that the reasons why you feel that you have to fit yourself in a box. That's so much more important than the business tactics. Although I love that you spoke to unfollowing those who trigger you. And this doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you, nor does it mean that there's anything wrong with them. It's just simply having the awareness to go, this doesn't make me my best self. Like witness this person shine. 
albeit amazing, and I'm rooting for them, is not where I'm going to thrive, right? So knowing that you had that and then moving into this personal growth, which is, it's imperative. And I do think, you know, and I know you've worked with multiple mentors, including me, but it is really important to have somebody there who can kind of hold your hand while you're experiencing it and, and facing it. I know you know that to be true as well. I personally always have a mentor because I'm constantly finding myself back in that space of like, oh shit, this is coming up for me. Oh my gosh, I'm having this moment where I'm feeling not enough in this realm or not enough in that realm or my worth is being put into question again, whatever the case may be. And so I just, I love that you speak to this because I think, I think that so much of the industry is focused on the strategic piece of it. Like, here's the thing that you do. Here's what you change. Here's how you, even when it comes to doing it differently, it's like, how do you do it differently? Well, you do content this way. And it's like, is that different? (laughs) Or is that just the way that you're doing it? Right. So I love, love, love that you speak to this. So now that you've told us how it all began, where you were a year ago, and a little bit of that messy middle and the things that you did, which I feel are so actionable. So for those who are listening, like take this into consideration. Who are you following that maybe is not a good idea for you? What are you doing to really change the beliefs and the narratives that are dictating the moves that you make? And how are you showing up fully expressed as the most unadulterated you? Like, who are you? And is she there? Is she showing the hell up? I love all this. And I'd love to hear where you are now and how you are personally doing business differently. Mm. I love this question so much. So I am at a point where I am serving women in a way that is so energetically aligned that it actually like makes me giddy. I think I told you this morning that like before we hit record that I woke up like just feeling like buzzed because I launched a membership earlier this year and I launched it in a way that was 100% me. I sold the way I wanted to sell. I created the content the way I wanted to. Everything that I did was aligned with how I wanted to serve women, which was based around like community, connection, and coaching. And I... Everything that I had read about launching or what I was being told to do, I took the best parts that felt aligned. And then the rest, I just did the way I wanted to. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. Everybody has like a launch plan, right? Or a formula, or this is how you're supposed to launch or blah, 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 blah. And I was like, fuck all that. I'm going to take all these little pieces and then I'm going to show up the way I wanted to. And that for me, I hadn't ever launched anything this big before. A lot of what I was doing was still in like the done for you space, but I wanted to create a community for women, for female entrepreneurs to to talk about all of like the back end stuff and the SEO and the content creation and have that space to support each other and learn. And that was the first time I really just did it the way I wanted to do it. I didn't sell in this way that everybody told you that you had to sell. And one of the things that came about that at the end of the workshop that I used as my launch, because I was very open about everything that I was doing. I was like, I'm going to sell you this membership afterwards. So if you want to drop off now, drop off. Great. And everyone was like, I love how fucking transparent and authentic you were. And everybody stayed. And I like surpassed what I could have even imagined. I had, you know, some kind of like goal in my mind. Cause like I, I try not to get hung up on that, but I was like, okay, you know, I was like, I know there are women. I'm going to call these women in. I don't know the number. And they just kept on coming. And I was like, okay, this is just like blowing my mind. And I was getting messages and like people who didn't even follow me ended up in this membership because they saw it from somebody who shared something. They were like, I love your energy. And that to me was like a dream come true. And I know 100% it's because 
I was showing up in a way that was 100% me. And, you know, there were some things that I did that I stepped outside of my comfort zone. Like you do have to show up consistently and talk about it every single day, right? Only so many people are going to see there is some strategy involved. And I stepped way outside of my comfort zone and did that, but in a way that still felt really, really good. And so like for me getting to that point of being last year, like, oh my God, I don't even know who the fuck I am in my business to that messy part, that messy middle, like you said, of really digging into the personal and then having this idea and you and I talked about it for this membership and then doing it and launching it in a way that was just so good. It just felt so good. And now I'm like thriving in the energy of this group of women that I've, you know, brought together. And it's just, it's like a dream come true. It's like a dream come true. People are paying me money to be in a membership to learn from me. Like I, my mind is blown by this. A year ago, I would have been like, nobody really wants to get information from me. They can just read it on Google. And now I'm like, fuck yeah, you want to get information from me because it's going to feel good and we're going to have fun. It's going to be amazing. And that Mm -hmm. to me is like, I mean, I think that speaks volumes right there, right? That says it all. So Mm -hmm. I'm living like the dream, right? In the cheesiest way possible, but it (laughs) it really feels surreal. So yeah. Love it. I think too, like metrics aside, when you are doing business in a way that feels good, you're winning. You're winning. At the end of the day, you're winning. And I think sometimes we do get caught up in metrics. So I, I love that you spoke to like, I have an idea of what I want, but I'm not caught up in an expectation because I think that's one of the worst things that we do for ourselves, right? Like we have an expectation and, you know, because we don't hit it by one, we're disappointed as opposed to celebrating the however many came in in the first place, you know? So I love that you spoke to this, but it's not just about metrics. It's about enjoying it. It's about having fun. It's about, you know, I think, and I'd love for you to speak to this, but when I am doing something in such alignment that it's so fun, I feel like the other ideas, the additional offers that I want to put out there just start slamming in. Like I can't keep up with them because you, in essence, open up this like creative vortex, this current of creativity just as a result of alignment. Would you say that that's true for you as well? 150%. 150%. The ideas that I've had, I launched a shop. I literally was like, you know what? I'm going to launch a shop. And like in September, and I worked with my designer and we made it happen, but it felt good. I didn't put any pressure on myself. I was like, you know what? And it, and it's not even about like selling or like you said, the metrics. It's like, you know what? This is something I want to put out there for my audience. Take it as you will. And like, I have ideas for what I'm launching in January. And like, yeah, because I enjoy it. And it's not like, oh my God, I have to get on this call today. You know, that feeling. It's like, I get to get on this fucking call today. I get to serve these women and fill their cup up with information and knowledge that they're going to take for their businesses. And that feels so fucking good. That feels like exactly what I'm meant to be doing. And so being able to do that and really allow myself to step into it and take a chance. I, a year ago, I would have been like, nobody's going to fucking join my membership. I would have been like, who are you talking about? Like, nobody's going to pay me money. And now it's just, so yeah, I, and the ideas do flow, right? You just, because I think some of it is maybe a confidence boost. I don't know where you're like, you know what? This is vibing. This works. And that energy kind of like, I don't know, reintegrates into your body and it comes out with all these different ideas. I don't know what it is, but it's definitely like you take it in and you just start coming up with, yeah, amazing stuff. So I totally, yes, I vibe with that 100%. Well, I think it comes back to, and I speak to this all the time, that success is not circumstantial, right? We think 
that the more success that I have, or the, the if this, then that, right? Like when I have more time, I'll have a bigger business. When I have more clients, I'll have more ideas. When I, you know, and it's this constant, like it's about my environment. This is why I'm not having what I want. I want to have more. So I change the circumstance, but it's about the inner work. And you spoke to that. You changed the confidence inside, which reflected on the outside, which allowed things to flow easier, which turned the volume up on your creativity, which changed the visibility that you had. It's a ripple effect that takes place as a result of the inner work, which is so cool. And I know that inner work is, it's kind of a funny term to me. I even think like, what does that even mean? But it's, it's, there was a reason why you didn't feel confident and you had to unlock that. You had to find the codes to why you weren't feeling naturally, innately confident because you had the wherewithal to say like, I ought to be confident. There's no reason why I shouldn't be confident, but I'm not. And that's what I need to work on. Because that's what allows you to show up on social media consistently. That's what allows you to create stuff and go, fuck it, I'm doing it. I don't care what anybody has to say. I don't even give a shit who joins. I'm doing it because I'm thrilled about it. Like, ah, I mean, clearly I get very fired up about this stuff, but I just, it's so important. I love that you're speaking to this. Mm, It is so good. I think like unlocking that code. And I think we sometimes don't even realize that we've got these like blocks, right? Because like, like you said, I should feel confident. I have 15 years of experience. I know what I'm talking about. Why am I not showing up like that? And so I think like, it's so for me that I never would have been able to get to where I am without doing the personal development. And I've said this from the beginning, if I never meet whatever arbitrary business goal I've set for myself in one year, three years, five years, the personal development work will a hundred and fucking 50% be worth it. I'm dropping a lot of F-bombs. I'm so sorry to your audience. But like that, to me, <laughs> that to me makes it so worthwhile because I am like a different person, like the best version of myself. I shouldn't say different. I'm me, but just this like elevated level of me. And it feels really, really good. It feels really good. I love that elevated level of me. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorite questions to ask every guest that I have on the podcast is what does it mean to you, Nina, to be shamelessly ambitious? Mm. This is such a good question. I think for me, and I don't even know if it really falls into ambitious, but to be unabashed about sharing my story, to not feel like I need to stifle my story or my experiences. And that comes in a lot of different forms. Like I launched a podcast, season two is going to get even like grittier in terms of sharing things that I've wanted to share, but I've been hesitant to share. Because I'm like, what are people going to think? But for me, being shamelessly ambitious is 100% about transparency and bearing your truth in a way that feels good to you and right, but and not being afraid to do it. And showing up that, you know, in that this is me, I'm giving you this window into my soul. And that for me is really, really about, yeah, that transparency piece. That's shamelessly ambitious for me and seeing where it takes me. I love that. I love it. And in essence, what you do and how you serve is just another form of helping women do business differently and do it so them without feeling like they have to shove themselves in a box when it comes to visibility, when it comes to content creation, when it comes to SEO. And so on that note, I would love for you to share how people can find you, how they can work with you, ways that they can be in your world and gain the beautiful knowledge that you have to give. Mm, You can come follow me on Instagram at ninagibson.co or my website, ninagibson.co. Same. I have a 
a membership called Visibility Co. that is open enrollment. It is a beautiful space. If you are somebody who is looking for a community coaching connection when it comes to content creation, SEO, your website, all of that stuff that might feel like kind of sticky, but we cover all of that. It's an amazing group. And yeah, just follow along. I love to share stuff on Instagram. Come say hi, DM me. I would love to connect. Mm. And I can attest, I have known Nina for a while and she's really, really, really good at what she does. I feel very in love with every client that I work with, but I say this like bias away, Nina has skill and she is so good at what she does and so good at what she speaks to. And so I'm a member. I'm not a client and I'm a member in her membership because it was a no brainer for me. I know what she brings to the table and I love being a part of it. Albeit, I told her I'm a really bad client so far because the calls are weird times for me being a nomad. But when I'm in America, <laughs> things will look a little different. Yeah, we'll be <laughs> right? Oh, I love it so much. Nina, thank you for being here. As always, thank you for being in my world in any capacity, for sharing your wisdom and your light and always being willing to show up as the youest you there is. Thank you. Thank you. This was amazing. I love you. Thank you. Thanks for spending a little bit of your precious time with me today. Remember, don't be afraid to go against the norm, practice radical individuality, and do business differently. You deserve to live a life you're obsessed with, and that's found when you step out of the box and into alignment with yourself. I hope today's episode was as good for you as it was for me, and I'd love you forever if you left a five-star review and helped other shamelessly ambitious entrepreneurs just like you crack the code on having a wildly successful business without sacrifice. I'll see you next week.